0: Hello world, and greetings to the journeying souls that have found their way to this podcast. I am your host and guide, Shire Monet, AKA Shy, AKA Blue Lotus, the mind healer. Welcome to From Within, where we travel to the depths of ourselves to uncover, discover, learn, and heal, addressing root causes of health issues and mental afflictions from the depths of within. So let's jump right into it because I don't want to make this one long. I'm saying 15 minutes tops. Today I want to talk about, it's an Ayurvedic topic, of course, but it applies everywhere, just like most Ayurvedic philosophy does. It's a holistic system. so. It can apply to the whole. Even if we're talking about food and digestion, it can apply to the whole. So just keep that in mind. But there is this concept in Ayurveda that there are a few things that Ayurveda identifies as the main causes of dis-ease. And today I'm going to talk about one of them, and that's crimes against wisdom. It sounds like exactly what it is, but we're going to talk about it because as much as we all do it. They say, when you know better, you do better, and we're not doing it. So let's talk about it. It's basically the same as karma, even though people don't really heed to it. But karma is just that with every action is a reaction. You know, people love to say you go have good karma, bad karma, but it's just that with every action is a reaction. And included in that is not just the physical action, but the mental attitude behind it, which is why we see some people who should have bad karma, but don't because mentally their attitude is everything is fine. It's everyone else who sees what I'm doing as a problem. But if you feel guilty about it, you feel bad about it, then your mental attitude is, ooh, this is wrong. And so there's a reaction, but that's a whole nother topic. Today, let's talk about this because we've got Thanksgiving coming up and this is the time that literally you know most of us have a hard time sticking with our uh, health regimens and routines more so when it comes to eating so crimes against wisdom it's like choosing those foods that you know are going to cause uncomfortable bodily reactions but you choose it anyways it's like You've got acid reflux, but you just got to have that spicy. So you eat it, knowing the consequences and basically saying, I'll deal with it. That's what we're talking about. Crimes against wisdom. Suppressing urges is also under the umbrella of crimes against wisdom. Suppressing urges like natural urges bring imbalance to the body, they cause imbalanced bodily reactions. For example, when you need to cry and you hold it in, after a while, we all know what that does to someone mentally. And on an even further note, the more that you hold in, there are beliefs, and I am one of the ones who believe that this holding of baggage and holding grudges and not letting go and not surrendering and just holding in all that tension and stress does introduce cancer into the body. Another example would be holding the bathroom. When you have to go to the bathroom and you're holding it, after a while, what happens, guys? Can we say UTI? Another example, sex. If you are abstaining and you're doing it for spiritual reasons because you've reached there in your journey, so it's not forced, so to say. Not that it's easy, but it's not being forced. Some people try to do abstinence and wait and abstain, forcefully because they know it's a good thing to do but they haven't necessarily gotten to that point spiritually yet so if that's not the case then don't do it you're suppressing a natural urge you're forcing it over time suppression will bring about imbalance physically and mentally not one or the other but both so crimes against wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing the opposite anyways. It's like choosing harm instead of heal seems to be a tendency of human nature. Like when we choose ice cream over fruit or go back for seconds when we're full, staying up late when we're tired. I I even do that. I don't know how many times I'll fall asleep in front of the TV and I'll be watching something and I really wanna watch it, but I'm so tired. So I'll just keep, I'll get up and rewind what I missed fall asleep again get up rewind it takes it like four times before I just get the point like just go to bed turn it off and just go to bed so we got the holidays coming up and I just want to remind you guys of two things to remember during the holidays I'm not here to take away your holiday fun so don't worry but remember all things in moderation and food pairing is so important I Recently this year released a blog post about food pairing. I'm going to post the link to that in the show notes. This is a really good time to review that. You guys take a screenshot or put it in your phone as your notes. I often refer to this chart when I'm putting my plates together because it's very helpful. As a matter of fact, it's the one change that has made the biggest impact in my diet and my GI. Food pairing, when I realized that I was like, oh, so it's not necessarily about me having to avoid all this and that and this and that, but more so what not to put together, what does not pair well together in your gut, what does not pair well together and shouldn't be eaten together because of the digestion process and of the phases and of the order of things. So food pairing, review it. Link is in the show notes. So we're still in fall, and we're at the tail end of fall. So this is late fall, going to be coming into early winter soon. So we're still in the phase of releasing and letting go. This is the first part of releasing. It's noticing where your decisions or actions are creating this imbalance, whether it's physical or mental, where it's creating the discomfort and the suffering. But as you notice these things about yourself, I invite you to notice with compassion, Kind of like as if you're noticing it in someone else instead of yourself because we tend to give way more compassion to others than ourselves. So imagine that you're looking upon yourself as another person, like you would be looking at a loved one and see where your decisions and actions invite this imbalance. And with compassion, just notice, be nice to yourself, be understanding and very grateful that you notice that part marks a catalyzing moment. That's when the real mind training and changing begins is when you notice, when you notice, take a moment, pause, be grateful, pat yourself on the back for that realization. Because without it, you wouldn't be able to make the change. How are you going to make the change if you don't notice? So that, that part of the, of our journey and kicking habits and evolving, we tend to leave that part out. And I feel like it deserves way more attention than it gets. So noticing. Having that catalyzing moment and deciding not to perform those actions anymore. And even if you slip and do, no matter how many times you slip, stay compassionate, stay loving to yourself. Don't scold and criticize. Just keep coming back and deciding to come back every single time. It's part of your mental training. This is, this is the kind of uh, mental training that we practice in meditation, right? So in the meditation programs that when I'm working one on one with others, this is what we're working towards. We're training the mind via different meditation styles. We pay very close attention to every moment noticed when the mind wanders during meditation. We do the pat on the back. You just had a mini epiphany. Be grateful for it. Return back to meditation. No matter how many times you have to do that. That's part of the mental training. And that goes off the meditation cushion, outside the house, and into real life with every single thing. And the more you practice that kind of meditating, the more you can implement this in your day-to-day, moment-to-moment. And so with that being said, if any of you guys are interested in a one-on-one meditation and mindfulness coaching session or program, I'll leave the link in the show notes. You know, you can schedule a single session or you can enroll into a program where you have weekly sessions. There's a few options, so I'll just leave the link for you guys to browse if you are interested also following seasonal guidelines the second most important and impactful practice that has helped me since i've been on this journey with ayurvedic living first is the food pairing second is following seasonal guidelines it's almost too easy to even be something that works when you look at all these types of like ways to eat and diets People are like doing the most. There are so many fads and all this confusion. And I'm just sitting over here in the corner like, yeah, no, not me. It's not that hard. You guys are putting way too much into it. And there is no one way for everyone. So Ayurveda honors the individual. And it's holistic. You can't go wrong. The easiest path I have found to invite this awareness and make these changes in my life and cultivate balance has been following seasonal guidelines from the way I eat to my lifestyle activities, to my mental health and my mental activities, to, I mean, everything, how I choose certain paths based on the time of the year, how I make my decisions. I mean, it gets deep, but it's simple. So before I let you guys go off and have all of your holiday fun, just remember that moderation, 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 and just review the food pairing so that when you're making that plate, you know, all right, let me not eat the seafood with that dairy because that's like the worst thing you could do for your good. That's just one example. So check it out. Check out the uh, show note links. Also look at the meditation programs if you feel like you might be interested or want to explore that path. Maybe you've never meditated before, you're intimidated, maybe you have and you are struggling and need some assistance, that's personalized. That's what that's for. It's personalized assistance. It comes with some lifestyle coaching and a lot of other bonuses. I'll let you guys do the browsing. So go ahead, do what you got to do, read up and be safe out there and remember, The only way out of this suffering or whatever it is that you're wanting to get out of is in. See y'all on the other side.